Greetings, I'm Pastor Lupe. We are live at the church.co in Indio, California, in the United States of America. God bless you. I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We always welcome the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, take complete control. Speak to us. Let it be your glory that is speaking to us. Let it be your presence that is impregnating us. And uh, let it be you that brings this word to your people, to the church, the body of Christ, the believer all over the world. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. God bless you. Today's message, I titled it End Time Revival. What is God doing? What is God saying? Let's pay attention here because we're getting very close to that hour. We're getting very close to that. And today I'm just going to brief you on some of the things that are going to take place in this end time revival. There's a scripture in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. It says, however, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him, these are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. And in the book of Job, actually in the book of Isaiah 43, it says that God is doing a new thing. And then in, uh, in the book of Job, 32.10, it says, therefore, I say, this is Job speak, uh, Elihu speaking, the youngest one, speaking to Job and his three friends. And he says, therefore, I say, listen to me. I, too, will tell you what I know. Today, I'm here to tell you what I know, what the Holy Spirit has revealed for this generation of believers. And I pray that you will really pay attention as in to the words of the Spirit, to the message of the times, to what God wants you and I to know, this generation of believers to know. what, And I'm here to tell you what I know. Remember Job, was uh, Elihu was silent all these, from chapter 1 all the way through chapter 32. Then he begins to speak what he knows because the spirit in him was compelling him it was it was uh, the holy spirit in him that was moving and causing him to speak what he what he knows what he knew and today i'm here to speak to you what i know this is in regards to the end time revival if you haven't heard about this this and this is your first time the first time welcome to the message if you've heard me say this before or you kind of heard someone else say uh something in reference to the end time revival, I'm here to tell you that God has revealed that there is one more outpouring that will take place that will mark the beginning of the final hour before the return of Jesus Christ. And uh, this outpouring, let, let's go ahead and mark this, this outpouring by the revelation of the Holy Spirit is greater than the Pentecost, the first Pentecost revival and outpouring as we, re we read about in the book of Acts chapter 2 and thereafter. This 
end time revival is not something that we're hoping that it happens and that we're going to begin to pray to see if it happens. This is a, a, an event. This is a time. This is a, an outpouring that God himself marked in his calendar, his agenda, his heavenly agenda. And he said, I am going to pour out my spirit and release the latter glory in this specific generation, in this hour, in this time, and this will mark the beginning of the final hour before the return of my son, Jesus Christ. And uh, this end time revival is exactly that. Now, this end time revival is not going to be in just a few countries, a few cities, a few ministries. It's going to be a global end time revival. It is far greater than the, uh, than the first outpouring. It is going to uh, be far beyond what we've seen and heard. That's why the, the Lord tells us that is something new. We know in part, we prophesy in part, but the Holy Spirit has allowed me, this messenger, I'm speaking about me, this messenger to understand to receive a, a precursor message for this generation so that his people, one, will be encouraged, will, will come back to God in a full of faith, full of hope, and, uh, and be able to understand, number two, be able to understand what God is really up to in this hour and uh, how glorious of an end time revival we will see and be part of. Now for that, God is, is calling the church to understand this with the spirit, what the spirit of God is saying. In the book of Malachi chapter 3, it says, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. And that's in verse 1 in the book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse 1. Now, God was speaking about Eli uh, John the Baptist who came in the spirit of Elijah. But now he's also calling this generation to understand, listen, I am sending a messenger or messengers who will prepare the way before this great revelation of the Christ of God, because that's what this end time glorious outpouring is. It is a, it is a most glorious, glorious uh, revelation of Jesus Christ. God will, will be on a, on a mission in a movement on planet earth through the body of Christ and however he, it pleases him to reveal Christ to this whole world, uh, he's going to do it. But it will be the most glorious revelation. It will be the most glorious campaign of the king of glory that the whole world will see. And it will all start when this glorious outpouring comes. This end time revival will all of a sudden, all over the earth, every believer, every person that God uh, please, uh, that pleases God to fill them with the fullness of the Christ of God, they will rise up. We will all rise up in a glorious manifestation of Christ himself. The Christ, the Christ, the Lord of glory, the King of glory will begin to be revealed. And this messenger is a prophetic voice. It is the voice that is announcing this. And the church must ha has to, must, must understand that God is saying something that maybe perhaps you haven't heard it before. Maybe this is the first time. Maybe 
Maybe you've heard it before and kind of like, well, I don't know what that is and, and uh, don't understand it or don't want to understand it. But this is a, a, re a revival that is the end time revival. It will happen whether we believe it or not, whether people are praying for it or not. But if we unite with the Holy Spirit, with his spirit and what he is saying, what is he up to right now? We must stop and uh, begin to talk to God and say, God, you're announcing. Now, I pray that you will begin to hear this message in different uh, ways and uh, however God wants to get the message across to his church. But I really pray that you will be awakened to this, this real uh, revelation. And just like Elihu said, I'm here to tell you, let me tell you what I know. Now, what I know of myself, no. What I know of the Holy Spirit, and I know, I don't, I don't hope that it happens. I know that an end time revival far greater than the first revival, first outpouring, an outpouring far greater than the first outpouring that we read about in the book of Acts is going to come. And we need to get encouraged. We need to prepare for that. We need to get in the presence and the glory. We need to make room for God. We need to uh, try to uh, understand with the mind of Christ, with the mind of the Spirit, what God is speaking to His church in this hour. There's preparation. There's change. There's a lot of things that we need to do personally in the ministry. And then we also need to come and uh, get filled with the presence every single day. Connect with the Word and uh, in spite of all the opposition, everything that we may face every day that will distract us from getting in a deeper, deeper communication with God, we need to uh, press through until we get through and get to hear what God is saying. This is a, a, a greater than Pentecost, greater than the book of Acts chapter 2. And uh, this is uh, going to be before the return of Jesus. So God wants to awaken the church even before that, but he wants to awaken us to the reality that we're so close to being raptured by Jesus, but certain things must first take place, and one of those things is the greatest revelation of Christ. God will release the fullness of the, the Spirit of glory, the Lord of glory, the Christ of glory, and he's going to release the fullness of the person of Jesus Christ into the body of Christ. And he is going to release the, uh, the, the kabod, the kabod glory of God, the, the glory of God, the weighty presence of God, the fullness of the glory of God, the latter glory that will come and fill God's temple, God's people, wherever we, we are at, wherever we go. And many manifestations will begin to take place. But before that, we see foretaste of these manifestations that are beginning to take place if we just believe and we seek for all these things. There's a lot of uh, manifestations that will also take place. Many signs and wonders, many miracles, many things that we haven't seen. We can't say, I know it all. I've been there, done that. If you say that, you need to stop because God has so many new things that he is going to reveal. He, he wants to reveal to us even now. He wants to move even now. He wants to take us to deeper waters. He wants to, uh, the, he wants the deep to call unto the deep and begin to get in this, in this, in this mode or in this way in which we really make room for 
God and his move and, and everything that he wants to do? We cannot say, I've been there, done that, because if not, you are really uh, closing the door to the new ways that God wants to move in, our, in your life, in your ministry, or however God wants to use your life to bring his glory. Right now, we are gates of glory to this earth through which God, we, we, we uh, bring the glory of God, the presence of God to the people. But we need to make room for God in our mind, in our emotions, and in, in our ways, in the way we do things, in the way we speak, the way we present God, the way we allow him to move in a service or in a worship or in prayer or how he speaks to us in the word. We need to make room for that because the, the, this glorious end time revival is going to happen. I am a messenger, one of, I don't know how many, but I am one of those messengers that God chose to give you this message that there is an end time revival. I've heard a couple of people began to speak about this. And I've been speaking about this for almost 12 years. And I know that I know that I know that God is truly going to uh, give us this end time revival. And uh, but there's there's things that they are not aware of yet. Yes, there's going to be many manifestations of glory, of angelic assistance, just like in the book of Acts, when the Spirit of God was poured out, when every, the, the miracles began to take place, and we see angelic manifestations. And God says, I'm going to release even gifts of the Spirit that have not been released in previous um, generations. You might say, well, all the gifts of the Spirit are in the Bible. Well, God is doing a new thing. Allow him room to move however he wants, and it will all reveal the Christ of God to the world. It will all be God's glory, God's power, God's spirit, God's transforming power that will come and shake the nations, and it will come and bring a, a, a harvest so great that we cannot even count the, the number of people that will be saved in this final hour. Now, this means good news for us because we've been praying, we've been fasting, we've been laboring, and uh, at times we've been uh, crying, uh, planting the seed, and keep going forward in spite of, and uh, in spite of the trials in life, in spite of the everything that comes, the opposition, the persecution, the seasons of not understanding why this is happening or this is not happening. But God is here to give us good news. It is good news. He's saying, come, come into my presence and, and uh, let's go ahead and work on getting your, your faith like a child once again and believing in God. See, we can be so, so um, we've been there, done that. And we have all these titles, all these revelations. So there's no room for God to move. But we need to return to believe like a child. He says that he will send the messenger. Now, the, the messenger also came in the spirit of Elijah. God will release, as he has been releasing already, the spirit of Elijah that will unite families, that will bring this message in the same power and spirit as John the Baptist. And uh, we need to pay attention. And the only way we can really truly know if it's uh, something of God is if we are in Christ, in the spirit and in the spirit of the times of God and willing to really understand and receive what God wants to give us in this hour. New things. 
new challenges, new glory, new, new revelation of glory, new levels of glory, dimensions of glory, manifestations of glory. We need, we need to honor the presence, honor the glory, honor the manifestations, honor the, the word, the spirit of God in the vessels that he has uh, chosen for such an hour and understand, hey, there's a great harvest that is coming into the body of Christ. And uh, since we are getting so close to that last hour, uh, the glorious outpouring, the end time revival that will begin, that's the movement that God is talking about. It is a movement of the kingdom of heaven on earth. It is a movement of the gospel of Jesus Christ that will spread all over the world in the fullness of Christ because God and the kabod glory, the Shekinah glory is coming, the weighty presence, the manifest presence, the dwelling presence of the glory of God will be in his church in his temple in his people all over the world no matter who you are where you're at no matter your age no matter your gender man or woman god will begin to uh will move in such a mighty way in the fullness of the son of god it is the greatest revelation ever of jesus christ it is the most glorious sign be and wonder before the return of jesus this is the greatest sign that god will give to the world that it will be the church the body of christ full of the fullness of Jesus and uh, moving with the life of Jesus in each one of us in its fullness the fullness of Jesus the fullness of the spirit of Jesus the fullness of the spirit of God the fullness of the power the fullness of the latter glory the king of glory expressed through his church and in every way shape and form and it, and it will bring the in the greatest harvest of souls it is the greatest harvest a greatest harvest, there's millions, God said millions and millions and millions of people will be saved in the last hour. Because God, this is one of the ways God will slap, give, give a, a hard blow to the enemy's face. And, uh, and with this greatest harvest that will be saved in the final hour and the greatest revelation of Jesus Christ. The church rises in power and glory in, in, in the fullness of Jesus, God inhabiting us and moving in, uh, through us in this earth. And in so many ways, he's going to use the people of God and move through the people of God and uh, all the armies of heaven, all the angelic hosts at, at work. So we need to make room even for that. Well, I don't believe in angels. Well, it doesn't matter if you believe or not. They, they exist. They are here as uh, ministers to the heirs of salvation. We need to understand, hey, our Father in heaven has it all down. He's, he's already written it, every single thing that will take place. And we better find out what, what he's telling us and what messengers uh, say of what we know in this hour. Yeah, the angels are going to help us with this move of God. And we need to make room for the move of God. This is a move. You need to understand this is a move. This is beyond our understanding what no ear has heard, no eye has seen, no mind has conceived. And uh, even what has not been shown before, God is unveiling Christ to the body of Christ and to the world in this final hour. And uh, another, another of the things that he's going to do, he's going to release spiritual gifts 
that have not been seen before. So get ready, make room. God will come and take complete control of his church. Complete control. If the church or somewhere somehow is not giving control, total control to God, that's not the church that God is coming from for because he's coming for the church that is full of the spirit full of the glory that is his church it belongs to him he governs it he controls it he moves through that church and i'm talking about the believers all over the world now we all have an assignment to fulfill before the return of jesus and uh, in the final in this outpouring that will mark the beginning of this end time revival, the beginning of the movement of the gospel of Jesus Christ, of the kingdom of heaven. We're going to see the, the days of kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven, literally in such a mighty, powerful way. Those days are coming. They're now, uh, right now moving, but what, what takes place in that final hour, the end time revival, the end time movement is going to far exceed our expectations, what we thought it would be or what we even could imagine it could be. It's going to be far be, uh, uh, above what we ever have imagined. Now, in this last hour, we're also going to see a great number of prodigals return to the father's house now that's great news if your son your daughter your husband your parents whomever it is that is uh left away that has abandoned christ and they're lost somewhere they're prodigals god's gonna bring them from as i call it from the pig's pen God's going to bring them back by the power of his spirit, by his soul, grace, and mercy, and uh, by the glory of God that will begin to inundate the lives and permeate everywhere, wherever they're at. He, even if they're hidden somewhere, even if they're uh, not wanting to hear anything about God, there's a great number of prodigals that are coming into the body of believers. They're coming home. They're coming home and God will, will make a way. God will figure out how he's going to bring them home. All we have to do is surrender to God, believe once again, get rejoice and uh, rejoice once again, get the faith back in us, the faith like a child, not the faith that, okay, well, it, it, how is he going to do it? And we began to question God and we began to, uh, oh, because he did it this way and that way he's going to do it the same way. I know how he works and operates. Oh, I've been there done that forget all that just surrender before God surrender to the move of God surrender to the Holy Ghost in this hour go into deeper waters with God go deep with God in the glory go deep in the word go deep in your commitment to God and allow him to move however he wants to get these prodigals back to the father's house now God is going to use dreams and visions to even bring people to salvation and bring prodigals back to the father's house there's a lot of dreams and visions even we've heard testimonies of people that they're from another religion never have ever heard the gospel or they've uh, rejected jesus because they were brought up in a certain way we're talking about like the middle east and uh, but this is all over the world and god has been speaking through dreams and visions and visitations and uh, he reveals himself to them and immediately they have an encounter with the truth Jesus the truth and they give their life to Jesus in spite of the persecution in spite of the the whatever excommunication they might have in their family or in their in their own beliefs 
And this is, this is where we need to partner with the Holy Spirit. We need to be willing to partner with the Holy Spirit in spite of. If your religion is separating you from this reality, you need to make a decision. Will I believe God and continue moving forward into my destiny, the fullness of my destiny, or will I allow this or that to hold me back? Is family getting in the way? Is uh, denomination beliefs getting in the way? Now, I speak to denominations. Uh, God gives each one the, the mission to accomplish on earth. And God sets some to be this, some to be that. But it's for the same purpose, for the gospel, for the salvation of souls. But we are each to follow the move of the Holy Spirit. So when denomination and tradition and legalism and uh, unbelief or man's own ways and rules get in the way of the move of the Holy Spirit, you will be left. You will be left behind from the move of God. And uh, yes, we are saved by, by, by grace, by believing and receiving Jesus Christ. But the move of God is so glorious. This end time revival, we want to be part of it. So wherever your, your religion, your tradition, your beliefs get in the way of you getting into this move, this spirit, this believing, this uh, uh, understanding, this surrendering to the move of the spirit now and the move of the spirit for the end time revival, you are faced today with the decision, do I want to be part of the end time revival or will I hang on to my tradition my denominational beliefs and all these things that get in the way even how we are set on our ways can get in the way of the move of God I'm set on this way of doing things I know how God moves God has moved this way this way and that way and I know how to do it from the worship from the pulpit from everywhere well that has to be surrendered to God that is making room for the glory because if we don't make room for the glory we don't make room for the holy spirit we don't make room for this message then we will not be in the move of god we will see it from afar but we will not be participants and god doesn't want to leave anybody out he wants to include you he wants to include every church all those who multiplied in all over the world he wants to use the the person that has no title the new convert he's going to use every single person now all these prodigals that are coming home many of them will be used in a mighty powerful way in fact we can say that most of them are all of them because if we surrender then the glory will will come and inhabit each one of us and the revelation of Christ will be so powerful so mighty that God will really get glorified through the son Jesus Christ this is the move that I call Emmanuel that I call it because this is the revelation of the spirit of God God with us and the hope of glory Christ in us it is really the sign of the, the most glorious sign that God will give for the final hour is that Jesus will come and inhabit by the Spirit. He will inhabit the body of Christ all over the world that make room for Him, that allow Him total control. And Jesus will have total control of that one person, that person, that person, that ministry. And all the world will see Jesus in action through the fullness of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, and the, the miraculous power, the glorious power of Jesus 
of God, the Spirit, the glory will be seen in so many different ways and manifestations that we will not be able to deny that it's not God. It will be God. It will go viral. And this end time revival like a fire from heaven that burns here on earth, the Holy Ghost and fire will come. So get your faith back up. Get your hope back in Jesus. Get back in, in the word of God and uh, do what you need to do to go through all these, these thicknesses uh, and clouds of heaviness and despair and hopelessness and uh, distractions and sinful ways and, and all these things that get in the way from being part of the end time revival movement that will begin when God releases the most glorious outpouring of his spirit and the latter glory in a specific day and time that he chose and that he is now announcing through messengers like John the Baptist preparing the way for that move and then the whole church will begin to be that will be the church will be the messenger like John the Baptist preparing the world for the return of Jesus saying come to salvation because it's all about salvation come to Christ come to Christ come home to the prodigals and uh, the greatest harvest of souls will be seen all over the world this is not wishing this is not a wishful message or oh, I wish it will happen or I hope it happens no 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 it is what I know from the Holy Ghost and uh, what I'm releasing and uh, what I'm giving to you. And I declare that your heart is open for the move of God. I declare that the, that the sons and daughters of glory will be awakened, that the ears be open, the eyes be open, the heart be attentive, and the actions will follow this uh, believing, this confession, that you believe this message and you make room, uh, huddle up as a denomination, huddle up like a ministry, huddle up like different ministries that are Join together and say, let's huddle up and let's work on bringing the, the, everything into alignment with God's greatest move ever that it's, a, it's about to happen, the end time revival and, um, and do what needs to be done and do it personally, family, mentally, emotionally. We need to be in the right state of being. And God is calling us to that. And we can only find that in the presence of the Holy Spirit. God bless you. I'm Pastor Lupi. I pray that you truly, truly believe the message. And it is not my words. It is not my uh, own dream. And I leave you with this scripture in the book of Joel. And you can read Haggai chapter 2, verse 6 through 9. But in the book of Joel, it says, and, and afterward, I will pour out my spirit. He's calling us to repentance right now. It's a season of returning, repentance, returning to our first love, changing our ways, re, re, uh, removing everything that stops us from working, from living in a life that is uh, for Jesus. And then it says afterward, after you do, you're doing all that and you open your eyes, even, even repenting from not believing this message. We have to repent. If we don't believe this message, if you hurt me many times and you're like, eh, I don't think so, or just, oh, it's just her, or, oh, what's a family member of mine, and, and I don't want to believe, you need to repent, because this is a message of God, and he really wants to bless you. You're going to be, begin to see a breakthrough, 
You're going to see a breakthrough in many ways. And you're going to receive joy, peace, and you're going to get vision from heaven. Oh my God, I'm part of something so much greater than what I've experienced or what we've experienced up to today. We don't mock, we don't despise the small beginnings or the great things we've accomplished by the power of the Spirit up to today. But there's so much greater things that He wants to make us part of. And it says, and afterward, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, and your men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Now, men and women are included, not just men, not just children, not just youth, not just white, not just black, not just brown. It's all people. He will pour out his spirit on all people, so let the people go. Let God use the people, amen, with divine order, but you have to understand visions. God, the vision to dream all these glorious things will be restored in us once we be believe in this message and begin to work on coming into order with God. Share the message and uh, meditate it with the Holy Spirit. This is Pastor Lupi, the church.co, and visit gloriousoutpouring.com and uh, share it with the world. God bless you. Until next time. Bye bye.